Okay, Mesilad Yesharim, for the Refushalim of my grandmother. Please, everybody, daven for her. She has Yenar Machla, Parvin Bat Chanumara. So, we're at the Mesilad Yesharim, chapter 19, Chasidut. He's talking about the concept here if you really love Hashem, then you're going to be zealous for His honor. People are just disgracing the Torah and its mitzvot and Shabbat and everything. You can't just stand by and say nothing. So it says, If you love your friend, you can't stand if somebody's hitting him or cursing him out. Of course you're going to go and if it's within your power to stop the people ridiculing him, you're going to do that. Amen. Right? So it's by the same token. You with me? Yeah. The same way, if somebody loves Hashem, he can't stand the Chil Hashem. And people just um, ignoring Hashem. Because every day we say four times, Kadosh, 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 Hashem Sevakot, Melo Kol Ha'ores. Hashem is everywhere. So he says, if people are making Hashem by transgressing his mitzvot, it's not like, oh, you're totally, you know, complicit and don't care. No, it hurts you. The people that abandon the Torah, those are the people that praise the Rasha. In Mishlei 28, Proverbs, Proverbs 28 says, the people that keep the Torah, um, you know, make it hard for him. Because I tell you, I, I just realized this. You don't realize the power of, um, of, of the society we're in. You know what I mean? Which means when when a person is in uh, in a situation where he where he is um, subconsciously and consciously we're so um, affected by our friends and our surroundings and our environment. You understand? So when 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 people are doing outrageously bad stuff, then subconsciously you say, okay, it's not such a big deal to say Lashon Hara or desecrate Shabbat or, you know, etc. This sinful activity. Those people that praise the Russia rather than Um, chastising and reprimanding him, giving Musar on his mumo, on his deficiencies. They're, they're abandoning the Torah and causing the Torah to become Chilul Hashem, to become nullified. And Rav Matasyao Salomon Zechon in his period, she says, and I'll read it verbatim, Who are the Ozve Torah? Who are the people that abandoned the Torah? 
Those are the people when the Torah needs you to defend it, you just turn a blind eye and are complicit. The Oh, wow. So he's saying the Chirish, he's explaining the Chirish and the Ramchal here. The Ramchal is teaching us a very deep Hidush. You know what that is? It means like this. Not only do the people that physically not keep kosher or Shabbat or whatever, Seniyut, are the people that abandon the Torah. The people that can reprimand them and rebuke them and bring them back to the right way, be makar of them and protest and say what you're doing is wrong, but instead they praise them, those are also considered. Yuchat, people that abandon the Torah. It's scary. Wow. Because they're partners in crime. See, in, a lot of times, Chazal teach us, it doesn't matter if you proactively do something or passively. It's considered that you did it. Yuchat, just like if somebody, Chaz Shalom, that's the first halacha in Siman Aleph of uh, Shulchan Aruch. You know, um, Evan Ezer. It says somebody that never gets married on purpose is like he's a murderer. Just to give another example of this. You know why? Because it doesn't matter that you didn't bring kids into... When when you were able to have a family and bring more neshamos, holy souls into the world, and you didn't, by passively you not doing the mitzvah, first mitzvah of the Torah, to fruitful and multiply, um, it's like you, you chas v'shalom, you're a murderer. Because the end result is the same. Yeah, is that? So he says... And that's what the Rav Matasio explains is the mushal. Just like somebody that if you see somebody cursing at your friend or hitting him and you just passively don't go to help him, it shows that you really don't love him, right? If you loved him, right? We have to also understand, we always say a bracha on our mitzvot. Asher kidishav mitzvotav etzivanu ladlik ner shel shabbat or ladlik ner chanukah, right? We Jews are not in this abstract, meditative world. The mitzvot are action, right? We show our love through action. You understand? It's not this romantic, fake, you know, wannabe thing that has no, you know, no pain, no gain. So if you really love Hashem, like, you know, my father, Zichron Levracha, was like that. Have the courage, have the integrity to speak up. Obviously, if you're not going to make a difference, then you should leave that place and, you know. But, But, you know, people that really are observing the Torah, of course they're going to protest and engage the people to stop making their chilul Hashem, right? Stop being sinful. They can't, it's, they're so, it's so hard for them, they can't just keep it inside. They, they pipe out, right? And they protest and they say, what are you doing? You know, Einstein says, evil can only sit, exist when good people stay silent. You know, and that's the tragedy of like, we see the anti-Semitism in the world right now. The Torah demands of us that when you see something uh, evil happening, you, 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 you speak out about it. You protest. And also, each Jew is his brother's keeper. So, for that reason alone, we need to do what? 
protest and rebuke. Of course, it's with love, you know, not to start a fight for the sake of a fight. So God tells Yov that if you see somebody that's a gaivadik out of his haughtiness, he totally ignores the Torah, then you, we have a, we're demanded by Hashem, it says in Yov, to make the person more humble. This is this is a proof that you love Hashem, right? That you can't stand silent when people are just disgracing His name and the Torah and His commandments. The Omer, and it says in Tehillim 97, right? The people that love Hashem, they hate bad, right? So you can't have your pie and eat it too. If you love Hashem, then don't be a coward. Don't be a, you know, a weak person. I think this is also especially very important when a person has the power to, you know, um, we're talking especially about a case where a person has the power to protest. So, one more paragraph in the Ramchal. Until now we explained actions of love. So now he's shifting gears to say intent is also very important when you love Hashem. So actions we said to review. Why do you, how do you know if you love Hashem through action? If you do the mitzvahs of simcha, if you can't stand when people are desecrating the Torah, if um, you're davuk, you're constantly obsessed with Hashem, you can't get Him out of your head, right? Those those are the three facts. Now, how do we clarify the pure intent? Again, we also talked about doing a mitzvah for the sake of heaven or for your personal gain, right? For people to praise you. If you're doing it with a pure, if you're serving God out of love, with a pure intent, because ultimately we want to get to Olam Haba, right? There's no 70 virgins or Virginians, right? Our heaven, our heaven is, <laughs> our heaven is that we're able to blast, bask in the glory and sit next to Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, David, and Shlomo, all the Sadiqim and Chasidim, front row seats. Right? Like the Ramchal says in his um, introduction to Mesut Yeshayim, the only good is really God and His Torah and everything that's, uh, you know, on that side of light. And, after we die, if we're also good, we lived a good life, then we're able to reconnect with the good, which is the greatest pleasure. Go back to our source. If we're worthy, we go back to the source and we are able to reconnect and reattach to the source of our life and good, which is Hashem. That's exactly what the Ramchal is saying here. Lachasot <laughs> Hashem 
That's what Olam Haba is. Right? That's the ultimate prize. Now, but he says you should know. The highest level of serving Hashem is not so that you can get all the goodies in Olam Haba. There's a higher level. You understand? Now he's talking about your motives. Let's say you serve Hashem because you want to have this glorious pleasure, this unlimited pleasure of Olam Haba. He's saying it's not a bad motive. It's a kosher motive. It's a very good thing, but it's not the highest on the ladder, on the totem pole of perfect and great pure motives. Because in the end of the day, it's selfish. You're thinking about what do I have to gain to it? So Avada, this is much better than serving Hashem just out of fear. Oh, I'm not going to do X, Y, and Z sin because I don't want to become kebab in hell. This is much better. You're doing it because you love Hashem and you want to reconnect with Him. But he wants to say in the next paragraph, He says, The highest level is only to serve Hashem for Hashem's sake. For there to be a greater Kiddush Hashem. You just want to serve Hashem and do as many mitzvahs and Torah as possible because you want Hashem's honor and glory to become maximized every second. There's no personal gain here. You're not talking about, you're totally selfless, you understand? He's just saying, this is a higher level for doing the mitzvahs in order to get into the ultimate club, which is Olam Haba, right? This is a higher level. Because it has no self in it. It's totally selfless. And it really bothers you, right? Honestly, you know, when I was working on this avoda, it really should bother us. That, you know, there's so much chilul Hashem and so many Jews and non-Jews and you know, in a perfect world, like we read in this week's parsha, Jews have to be, we're, we're the apple of God's eye, and God is our, where is firstborn? Nobody should be able to do us October 7th, right? And kill and rape and mutilate and murder that many innocent people. But it's, so somebody that's a, really loves Hashem, you know, for people that don't understand why Hashem let that happen, it's a big chilul Hashem. Where was Hashem, right? During the Holocaust. All of this should really bother us. Somebody that loves Hashem, and this is the whole meaning of our, all our tefillot in Rosh Hashanah and Yikipur, right? We want Hashem, we want the Yedah called Pa'ul Kiyata Pa'alto. You understand? So a person that loves Hashem, it really bothers him that Hashem's kavod. Hashem, nobody's respecting him as the Melech Ha'olam, king of the world. The person has the highest level of love Hashem, he's just yearning and dying for Hashem's glory to be known and to, for the world to come into perfection and the Chilul Hashem stopping. You understand? If you look at the end of the Moran Yibuchim in the Rambam, based on the last chapter in Yecheskel, and this is the whole meaning of Kaddish, that we want Yitkadal, Yitkadash Shemerabah, Amen Yeshemerabah. Every second the Jews are in Galut, it's a Chilul Hashem. Because the world's upside down, right? 
It's Hashem is hiding, right? So people think that there's nature, like we saw in Hanukkah a month ago, and people forget that there's a there's a time they have to pay the piper, and there's a supervisor to the world, and there's a king to the world, right? And the greatest ta'ava, the greatest, how do you pencil ta'ava? Desire. Desire, pleasure. You, the great chassid that loves Hashem, he wants all the people to be like him, right? To be concerned about the um, honor of Hashem. And he really, it, uh, look inside, he really cries. This is in Tikkun Chasod, by the way. Um, Baruch Hashem, I said it once last week. It's an amazing thing. You know, Rabbi Yashiv holds, if one is up after midnight, you have to say Tikkun Chasod. You sit by the door, you take off your shoes, you put a little ash on your head. It takes five, ten minutes only. And you, you, you paint the fact that we're in Galut. So he says the Hasid cries out and it makes him cringe and it really hurts his heart that so many people disrespect Hashem. That so many people ignore Hashem. And for sure himself. I mean, listen, the only person you could really 100% control is yourself. So he, he, he also, it really hurts him his own shortcomings. Even if he doesn't want to anyway, any, anytime chas v'shom rebel against Hashem, but even inadvertently. Or because he's, um, sick or he's incapable, right? Because it's, you know, it's flu season now in the winter. But even then the chasid is like, oh, I wish I would have had the ability to go to shul, do nets, do all the great mitzvahs in the most perfect way. And the fact is, is that he's also, it's sad. He's saddened by the fact that he can't get to the perfection of always being clean from all the sins, you know? Because the ultimate thing is you also have to know. Even the, the, there's a, the, it says in Kohelet chapter 7, Pasuk 6, there's no person that's a human being and a sadiq. There's only four people that never sin, right? But normal people make mistakes and they sin. But the chassid that loves Hashem feels bad about that. He wishes that, you know, he regrets and wishes that that wouldn't have happened. So may Hashem help us to love Hashem and always become closer to Him. Amen.